You better hold on tight, spider monkey. (laughs) I'm Aaron. I'm Tom. This is Baby's First Watch List, probably in your top dozen favorite podcasts if you're one of our handfuls of regular listeners. So many handfuls. (laughs) A couple of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Today we're celebrating the start of autumn. Today's the first day of fall. Oh yeah, it is. Um, With the teen classic... Classic. Classic. Twilight. Classic with the capitals, two capital C's. It's the <laughs> wow. beginning and the end. Book ending. <laughs> yeah. This 2008 romance fantasy movie is directed by Queen Catherine Hardwick, yes. who also directed 13 and Lords of Dogtown. Yeah. We loved 13. I always wanted to watch Lords of Dogtown, but I thought it was kind of too gritty for me when I was younger. I don't yeah. know if it's gritty. I mean, 13 I think, was gritty. I so. think I watched, I think I saw Lords of Dogtown. Okay. It's Anton Yel- Yelkin. Yelkin. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Is Heath Ledger in it? I don't know. Go ahead. Um, but 13 is really good. If you haven't... Emile Hirsch. Oh, it's Emile Hirsch. And okay. Heath Ledger. And Heath Ledger isn't it good. Um, so 13, if you haven't seen it, uh, Catherine Harder co-wrote it with Nikki Reed, who was in Twilight, when Nikki Reed was like 15, and it was about when she was 13. And when she was uh, she wrote it when she was 14. Oh, she wrote it when she was 14 and it was about the previous year and it stars her and Evan Rachel Wood and Holly Hunter. Evan Rachel Wood's wild in that movie. She is. The movie is very like shocking. It's dark. It's dark. Um, Jeremy Sisto's in it. Yeah. He's like the neighbor guy. No, he's the the boyfriend. The boyfriend. Uh, The mom's boyfriend. And it's really good. It's very early 2000s. And rated R. And it's very rated R. Yeah, it's a little bit different than Twilight. Won't be on Baby's First Watch list for a while. For a little bit. She is super into movies that explore teen angst. She is. And this is on full display in Twilight. Um, So Twilight was adapted from the 2005 novel by Stephanie Meyer, which was a major bestseller. It eventually made its way all the way up. What? Do you know what the original title for Twilight is? Okay, ready? Twilight was adapted from the 2005 novel by Stephanie Meyer, which was a major bestseller and was originally randomly titled Forks. Forks. <laughs> I wrote it down. Yeah. Why? So it takes place in Forks, Washington, but like nobody knows that. So you're just going to like look at a book and it's just going to be like Forks. Forks. And you're like, and if there's an apple on the cover or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, is this a food book? Yeah. Wow. Chef, um, the book. Twilight is a way better title. Oh, by far. Yeah. And didn't she write another one from the point of view of edward called midnight sun midnight sun yeah Mm -hmm. um i have not read midnight sun but i have read all of the twilight series i have not um i had seen this movie before though i haven't seen any of the series you should probably read the series i'm legitimately not opposed to reading yeah you should read it i don't care enough about what i do with my time it's a cultural (laughs) phenomenon to not watch you would read read. them you would read them like that i read them in high school so quick Yeah. yeah um they're fun they're really fun they get terrible by the end but the first couple were pretty good um so the screenplay is by melissa rosenberg rosenberg wrote she has a really interesting kind of uh career here she wrote all five of the twilight saga movies she also wrote step up hmm. um channing and tatum our guy she was mainly known for tv so she was a writer on the oc which tracks with twilight to be honest with yeah, you like with definitely the a similar the similar target audience yeah um, she was nominated for three Emmys for her work writing on Dexter. Okay. 
and she is best must known, have been the good seasons <laughs> yeah it was it was the early seasons and she's best known for creating and being the showrunner for jessica jones oh wow which we loved the first that season. also tracks yeah we loved the first season of jessica jones the second season was some of the worst tv i've ever seen it was really it was way too long and it was boring and it wasn't good no but the first season's excellent yeah cinematographer elliot davis he works often with hardwick but also with steven soderbergh oh, okay. um and he does a ton of stuff the music is by carter burwell who should be probably more of a name than he is yeah um he works often with the coen brothers he's done like most of the coen brother he's movies. done every coen brothers movie except for inside lewin davis and oh brother where art thou right which, which are, are the ones that are musical yes musically so that's inclined funny i and i really like both of those movies yeah um those are the ones with the best music no right. offense to carter but. right <laughs> um but carter burwell was nominated for three oscars the music for carol Okay. Which is a great movie. Yeah, and has has a memorable uh, score as well. Oh, just wait. Three billboards mm-hmm. outside of Ebbing, Missouri, and Banshees of Inna Sharon. Oh, wow. Yep. And which, a, the music was excellent from he's that He's a movie. McDonough guy. That's right. Um, and before you ask, yes, he also did do the music for the Goofy movie. Oh, I was actually <laughs> thinking about that. I was th- I was going to ask that. <laughs> he's done so much stuff. Like, you would be super surprised. Kaylee um, just went, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Um for Twilight, the music, like the soundtrack, included lots of artists that Stephanie Meyer listened to while writing the novel. So that's why randomly like Lincoln Park and Muse are in the yes, movie. Yes. Like why is Radiohead at the like on the credits? I read that Haley Williams reached out her independently because she had read twilight and liked it and wanted to to have a song in the movie i mean decode by paramore is i mean that should have gotten the oscar for best yeah. song i love that song. and i think it was nikki reed who suggested the iron and wine song yeah flightless bird or whatever it was nikki reed or it might have been kristen stewart it was one of them um i forget what the whole title of that song I don't remember. is but i like okay i'm making fun of it but i'm not joking when i say that like a lot of those songs were on my ipod Supermassive Black Hole by Muse was on my playlist until like two years ago. Like a lot of these songs were on my iPod. Even the Radiohead song was. I think it's called like Seven Steps or something. Really? Legit. Yeah. I listened to my first Radiohead song like a few weeks ago. Well, what can I say? I'm like really cool and edgy. Yeah. Your Kid A fan or? (laughs) Yeah. My favorite Kid A. Is that the one with like the really gross color? I don't know. (laughs) Um, The soundtrack actually debuted at the very top of the Billboard chart. As I guess because I streamed it so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm not even kidding. Like it's so embarrassing. Uh, Twilight stars Kristen Stewart, who, besides being best known for Twilight, is probably best known for what? Being Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she was in. She's best known for Twilight. Period. Period. She was in Panic Room as a kid. Yes. Which is oh, a I great about that. movie. Yeah. Um, who was it? Uh, Naomi Watts. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. I was um, thinking of The Ring. Yeah, yeah, that's another good movie. Uh, I loved Panic Room. It was really good. It was good. Um, Jared Leto, right? Yeah, and Forrest Whitaker. Was yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Um, and then she did a couple things like Adventureland. And I loved Adventureland. It's really good. That was the movie that that I watched when we were doing our 2000. That was 2009. Mm-hmm. When we were doing our 2000s watch that we never really finished. Yeah. Um, That was the one that I watched. And I was like, you know what? Kristen Stewart's really good. Like yeah. That whole thing where you say like, if you think that somebody really famous is bad at what they do, yeah, there's something the right out movie. there. There's something out there that is going to prove that wrong. And for me, 
at first it was Adventureland, but then in Spencer, she was amazing. Yeah. So Spencer came out a couple years ago, maybe a year or two, two I think years, it was two years ago. And it's a really excellent take on a biopic. Yeah. I'm well over biopics, but if you can put it in a way that is fresh and different, like Spencer did. I'm all in. And it's almost, Spencer's like a a gothic horror take on psychological, a psychological yeah. gothic horror movie about a Christmas weekend that Princess Diana had to spend with her in-laws. <laughs> yeah. And it's, of course, highly like stylized and everything, but it's supposed to be. It's an excellent movie. Yeah. I really liked it. And Kristen Stewart was amazing. Yeah. Robert Pattinson is also the co-star of Twilight. Um, he, of course, became famous from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, um, playing Cedric Diggory. Um, and then he kind of blew up from Twilight, of course. And since then, he's made a name for himself um, with movies like Good Time. Movies that are a little bit more off-kilter. Yep. Uh, Remember, he was he was in Remember Me. He was in... Yeah, we want to forget that. Which is, um, yeah. Uh, but we really liked him in Good Time. Yes. And the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. He was excellent in that with I Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe with that movie is like all time insane. Um, And then now he's the Batman. He is. Um, He's also known for the time that I went to see Jimmy Kimmel Live and he was a special guest. Him and Mike Coulter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even there. Yeah, I was there and it was awesome. He was very strange. But it was when he was promoting promoting Good Time. Time And he told this wild story about something that like was cut from the movie so we didn't even need to know and um yeah and i was like i'm never gonna watch that movie and then i didn't it was actually really good yeah um he also remember when he was uh, when he was in tenet and he said that he had no idea what was going on in the movie (laughs) he's like unhinged (laughs) he's great (laughs) um it also stars billy burke and peter facinelli um of course my italian brother Yes, I, I don't really like that character. Carlisle? Yeah, he freaks me out. Um, of course, those Team Jacob fans out there will be angry if I don't mention Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Um, but he was really a supporting... Husband of Taylor Lautner. Yes, he was a supporting role in this one. He was. I was. I didn't remember that he was in this so little. I had. I saw it like in high school. His big one is the next one. Yeah. New Moon is really where he's big and then he stays in I'll it. say, I thought he was great in this and his I limited did, I role. I do too, I gotta say. I can see them like coming off at Twilight and being, oh, we nailed this with him. Like he's gonna be great in the next one. I don't yeah. know if he is or not, but I liked it. He was one of my favorite parts of this movie. His storyline takes a turn. Okay. Um, the supporting cast also has Anna Kendrick, Gil Birmingham. Yes. We love. We love Gil Birmingham. Um, Nikki Reed and many others, including Susie Crabgrass from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Including a guy named Jackson Rathbone. Yeah, Jackson Rathbone. Who is Which actually... is somehow not a Twilight name. No, That's no, no a real but name. guess what? Guess what? He's related to Basil Rathbone. Who's Basil Rathbone? He used to play like Sherlock Holmes, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And then... Oh, he's made... a Nepo baby. Yeah. He also was related to Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear. You're yeah. talking about Jackson Rathbone? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He is distantly. So that's why oh, he probably also, was named Jackson. He's also distantly related to Basil. He's not like. It's yeah, but yeah. it's Rathbone. Rathbone. Yeah. Is well, is his great grandfather was the chairman of Standard Oil, which became Exxon. So this man is rich. This man is rich. Um, he also just goes like. Yeah, the whole in the movie, movie just staring like awkwardly. Um. He was on a JetBlue flight from Austin to Long Beach when its engine exploded. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Everyone survived. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Um, And did you see that he was uh, in the running for Edward? 
Was he? I didn't see mm-hmm. that. Oh, wait, no, I might have. That was uh, one of the does, top four. That does ring a bell. Yeah. I did see the top four. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So Twilight was originally optioned to become a movie before the book was even published. Wow. Someone had an unpublished manuscript and was like, oh, we got to we gotta this do this. It. And the script was written for MTV Films, but it altered the content so much that it barely resembled the original book. Well, it's funny because when I think of MTV Films, I think of like kind of like teen stuff like this they actually make really good hustle movies. and flow was an mtv yeah. movie and that yeah. movie was gritty yeah so mtv films could have made this into something like it is or even grittier but the way that it was described on the wikipedia page made it feel like if twilight met point break oh man like like bella ends up like surfing no <laughs> it's like it goes hard like with the action sequences oh uh, okay like they're like shooting people yeah. and it's like it becomes like an action movie i think the fbi is involved at one point like it takes a lot which via con dios <laughs> <laughs> we've been I, saying that constantly i am an fbi agent <laughs> please listen to our point break episode it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever we've ever done <laughs> well and now i see it everywhere like the new season of southern charm i was telling you shep he's one of the cast members he's like a 50 year old man bachelor pad has a huge picture of the two Bodie and johnny, johnny. when they're skydiving with holding their arms holding hands. amazing <laughs> amazing and i was like we gotta get that in here somewhere oh my god yeah <laughs> definitely um so that was going on for a while and then it's kind of overseer was paramount films they're the ones who bought the rights oh, okay. at first and MTV films, I guess was under it. Um, so once Paramount let their film rights lapse in 2007, that's when summit pictures picked up the rights. And so they began a more faithful adaptation. Melissa Rosenberg kind of, I'm not saying she rushed the script, but she, six made, weeks. she made sure it was done because she knew that a writer strike was about to happen ah. and she wanted to get it in before the writer strike. Yeah. She was, she's very involved with the WGA. Listen, nothing, nothing gets you going like a deadline. I'm telling you. Um, so Twilight was shot in Oregon and Washington in 2008. And you can tell. It feels very... Oh, yeah. Like... PNW. Uh, PNW. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the movie was released in November of that year. It was a huge success commercially, raking in $408.4 million on a $37 million budget. At that point, it was like one of the top like midnight release like or pre-sale mm-hmm. movies of course it's been passed by yeah, now, yeah. But, especially now that like um, pre-sales have been right re- like regular exactly now. and at the time it beat deep impact for like the uh, amount of money wow. for a female director oh wow um so that, did, was that Catherine Bigelow no it wasn't I looked it up it was Mimi something oh, okay uh, someone I didn't really know and um yeah so it was like a really big movie at the time yeah um critically Twilight was a little bit less successful. It netted a 49% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but audiences gave it an A- minus on CinemaScore. Like, to me, that makes Twilight a cult classic. Maybe. Right? Maybe. If it's really poorly received but, by critics. I know it, it was a success. But it did extremely well at the box office. Still, I, I feel I can, like... I, I'm going to say no on this one. Okay. Um, the movie cleaned up at the MTV Movie Awards and the Teen Choice Awards. And in fact, this is the second movie this month that won Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards. Oof. September 2023. Remember that we did two movies that won Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards. And Twilight was also nominated for two Grammys. No Oscar is a shame, but Crazy. You know, it is what it is. Crazy. It's two um, leads are both Oscar nominated. That is true. Or, no, well, it's Robert, not yet. Pat- not Robert yet. Pattinson should be. He will be eventually. Um, 
There have been a total of five movies in the Twilight Saga, with the last book... Five? Yeah, the last book was broken into two movies. I always thought there were more than that for some reason. So it's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn Part 1, Breaking Dawn Part 2. The Harry Potter playbook. It is, yeah. Um, Overall, they've made $3.346 billion. Um, A TV series is apparently in the works that's based on the series. And... um, me personally, I missed Midnight Sun, which is Twilight told from Edward's perspective. But I have read all four books in the tr- in the uh, quadrilogy in the quadrilogy, and um, I'll talk about my experience with Twilight. Please I'm do. sure yeah. as we kind of get in there. I can do the New Jersey connection if you want. Before yeah, let's get you, it out of the way. Because there is none. So, all right, here's my New Jersey connection. Is it, are we going to do another like six degrees of New Jersey? Kind of. <laughs> it's like pathetic. So we're going to get connected for free. Free New Jersey connection. All right. So Catherine Hardwick, the director of the movie, she um, went with Jackson Rathbone, who was in contention to play Edward, but ended up playing... Um, What's his name? Jasper. Jasper. Oh, God. Um, Ended up playing Jasper. Sorry to any Jasper listeners. There's a whole thing with Jasper and his backstory that is like in 2023 is a no. Oh, no. It's crazy. But we're not talking about those movies. We're talking about Twilight. Um, Oh, it's in the movies? It's in the books, too. But it's in a later. I wasn't sure if it was. Oh, no, it is. Okay. Um, So she met she and Jackson Rathbone went to meet Kristen Stewart in philadelphia just close that's my connection <laughs> while kristen stewart was shooting adventureland to kind of start to see if she was going to be interested and going to be a good fit for the role of bella all right so philadelphia is it's right over the bridge part of new jersey from new jersey as we all know yeah so you just got connected for free <laughs> the new jersey-ish connection that's the worst one yet it's the wor- i could not find anything <laughs> tough. i was even going into adventureland's wikipedia page i'm like did that take place in new jersey no it took place in pennsylvania um and then i'm like all right well are there are people from adventureland that were from new jersey no <laughs> it was just a, a terrible i'm even like i know robert pattinson's british but i'm gonna click on his <laughs> wikipedia page anyway i don't know so that's what i got all right i don't know how long this twilight summary is gonna be no it's not terrible okay okay twilight we, well, actually let me do the taglines first Two of them are really bad. One of them is actually pretty good. All right. This is the worst tagline because I feel like you could put it on any poster ever. Yeah. And it would be like, okay, that kind of fits. Nothing will be the same. Yeah. I could see that on Lethal Weapon. I could see that on Insidious. You know what I mean? Well, it does fit, but it's not very good. Forever Begins Now. I don't like that one either. But But it's supposed to be like like still together forever. Yeah, because of vampires. The only one that I kind of liked is when you can live forever, what do you live for? Mm, kind of like, like, kinda like, like that, that one. That's good. Yeah. So overall, not great. But that one's fine. Not bad. I can respect that yeah. last one. Now, would that get, would those get you to see the movie? Um, Like, honestly, the trailer probably would. Yeah. Like, I don't just go off a tagline. Right. You know? But a tagline is part of the marketing strategy. Yeah, it's fun. But that's usually in conjunction with... Yeah. Yeah, the poster, poster, and then you go see the thing, whatever. But, like, yeah, I would see the movie from, like, the marketing, and, yeah, totally. And you did. Oh, I was at the Midnight Show. (laughs) Okay. 17-year-old Bella Swan, played by Kristen Stewart, leaves Phoenix, Arizona, and moves to 
Forks, Washington, to live with her father, Charlie. Her mother, Renee, is uh, divorced and remarried and often on the road with her new husband, who's like a minor league baseball player or something like that. random. Bella becomes reacquainted with Jacob Black, played by Taylor Lautner, a Native American teen who lives with his father, Billy, on the Quileute Reservation near Forks. I believe I got that right. I even wrote down like the, the pronunciation of it. She makes friends at her high school, but finds the mysterious Cullen siblings particularly interesting. In biology class, Edward Cullen, played by Robert Pattinson, is seated next to Bella. He seems repulsed by her, and then he misses a week of school. He like seems like she, like she, the way he acts is like she smells really bad. Yeah, and she like sniffs. She like smells her shirt. Yeah, and then he's like absent for a week, <laughs> as one does. When he comes back, he talks normally with her, and everything seems to be all right. He's like, "Hello, I am Edward Cullen. I am sorry if I was rude to you." Yes. <laughs> like, <Are> you- okay. <laughs> okay. I would just be like, I have the weirdest guy <sighs> as my lab partner. This pale guy. He's like cold. <laughs> <laughs> A few days later, she's almost hit by a van in the parking lot, but Edward instantaneously covers a long distance to stop the van with his hand. He refuses to explain himself, warning her against befriending him. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Jacob tells Bella about a long-standing feud between the Quileutes and the Cullens, and that they aren't allowed on the reservation. After Edward appears out of nowhere and saves Bella a second time, Bella hits the books and realizes that Edward is probably a vampire. It's just like... Yeah, Bella. Like he he eventually confirms. Although d- during that part, do you see that she actually went to a uh, a small business for her? She did. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna look for this vampire book. I can order from Amazon or Barnes and Noble." She's yeah. like, "No, I'm gonna actually go to the the indigenous store yeah. that has it." One of the other links, I was like, "Go queen." One of the other links there was the publisher who published the book. Oh, that's it fine. was a little Easter egg. Um, yeah, so. Edward eventually confirms. Well, he makes her confirm uh, when he's like, "Say it, say it, <laughs> vampire." <laughs> and uh, then he goes, "Are you scared?" He says, and then he's like, "You should be." <laughs> he says that, I'm like, "Oh my god!" The Cullens are vegetarian vampires, meaning that they only drink animal blood, which but is not. But vegetarian. it's also kind of cute because like Bella's an actual vegetarian. Yeah. So like, it's kind of funny. Edward decides to introduce Bella to his vampire family, who is not his biological family, but his coven essentially carlisle cullen the family patriarch i stopped writing down actor names is a doctor at the forks hospital and is married to esme and they have four informally adopted children besides edward they have rosalie emmett jasper and alice the family's reaction to bella is mixed consider uh, concerned that the family's secret could be exposed this whole time mysterious killings have been occurring uh, perpetrated by three nomadic vampires named James, Victoria, and Laurent. I think is how you say his name. They show up where else but at the Cullens Vampire Baseball Game, <laughs> so which we will get into the baseball scene. <laughs> James, a tracker vampire, and his Cam Gigande, is that how you say his mm-hmm. name? A tracker vampire with incredible hunting instincts, which I'm going to, I question that, but okay, is excited by Bella's scent and becomes obsessed with hunting her for sport. Edward and the other Collins protect Bella, but James tracks her to Phoenix, where she's in hiding with Jasper and Alice. James lures Bella to an old ballet studio, pretending to have her mom held hostage. He attacks her, infecting her with vampire venom. I don't know if it's really venom, Wikipedia, but we'll go with it. That's fine. Edward arrives, and after a ferocious battle, subdues James just as the other Collins arrive. Alice, Emmett, and Jasper brutally kill James. Yeah. They decapitate him and burn him all, like burn him at the stake essentially. It's crazy. As Edward and just like the background. Yeah. <laughs> as, okay. as Edward removes the venom from Bella's wrist, preventing her from becoming a vampire. 
In the aftermath, Bella has suffered a broken leg and is hospitalized. Kind of crazy that she only broke a leg. <laughs> I know. Upon returning to Forks, Edward accompanies Bella to the high school prom where he refuses her request to transform her into, the, into a vampire, which is the best scene in the movie. Yes. That, that last scene. Yeah. They are unaware that James's mate, Victoria, is secretly watching them, plotting revenge for her lover's death. Twilight. Twilight. Radiohead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's Twilight, baby. Okay, can I just say, first of all, like, I... Yeah, how good was the plot summary? Excellent. But also, it really revealed something that I was thinking towards the end of the movie, which was like, okay, I read this book... I. I don't remember everything from the books at all, but like the book was like 500 pages. Yeah. Right. And then I get to this movie and I'm like, well, you know, they had to condense it, but there's probably so much that happens. And then I'm like, not, not much really happens at all. It's like, okay, ready? Girl moves. Yeah. She decides she's like at school and then she's like, oh, this guy's mysterious. And then he's like, oh, I'm a vampire. And she's like, oh, okay. And then they play baseball. Yeah. And then another vampire tries to hunt her down and then they go to prom. And that's it. That's the entire movie. That's the movie. And I was like. Wait, can I, (gasps) can I just jump in and start with a question of mine? Yeah. Did you like James as as the antagonist? Sure. Well, what I like about the movie is that everyone's kind of an antagonist well i mean he's you know what the, i mean he's the obstacle yeah you know no, of course but yeah why not i like cam gigante i found him to be i don't know the one thing when he sniffs in the air <laughs> <laughs> he is just he's not intimidating first of all but he, he's like it's like always oh, hot that's he, like the whole thing i guess he's creepy <laughs> he's got like a big ponytail <laughs> he does he's i don't know he just feels pointless but he wears a leather jacket, though, I think. Like, the whole... They don't do anything about the murders. Like, nothing had... They don't resolve well, that they say line. it was an animal. No, I know that. But, like, you would think that there would be some, like, narrative wrap-up. But there's not. It's just... Yeah, but It's you... just James gets thrown in the fire, and that's the end of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's crazy, too, is in the book, they don't appear until, like, the last fourth of the book. So, like, they're in it earlier in the in movie. In the movie, yeah. Oh, wow. That, that like... They made a, a effort in the movie to put them in like as a through line in the story, you know, because like at the beginning, people yeah, yeah, are going yeah. missing and then yeah. they show up and then whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. Wow. They don't show up till like the very end. Wow. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Well, I got to say the first time I saw this, I was a little confused. I mean, obviously until the baseball scene, like I thought that the vampires were all together. So no. I didn't realize that they were like a separate thing. Yeah, they have until... all different like groups and stuff. Yeah. And like the whole thing is like the Cullens own this territory. Right. The Cullens are the the the, the big the big boys. Yeah, exactly. Carlisle. You don't want to mess with Carlisle. Ew. Carlisle is weird, you guys. Like I'm not even joking. I don't I get bad vibes from him. He's he's set up to be like the savior, you know, yeah. like the good guy. He's all he's the good guy. He's the town doctor and yeah. he and then when you find out, oh, he's like He's very saved nice. Saved all these people. But it's like, no, 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 no. Like, you transform them into vampires. I don't know the backstory of the other people, but doing it to somebody who has the Spanish flu. Yeah. Like, it's either death or or that. It's probably not a choice you should be making for them. Right. But I can understand the the good the good intentions behind it. I don't remember most of the other backstories. I don't. I have no clue what that is. But, are. like... The one that I know should not have been. Well, I know. And the wife, it was just because she was dying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, like, is that really fair? And then to make her your wife? Did he make or was she his wife already? I don't know, I actually. think she was his wife already. Really? 
and it was so they could be together. Wait, why did like he become a vampire though? I don't know. I don't. I'm remember sure that. all of this was revealed, and I'm sure I knew it when I was 16. Yeah, I am sure from the of message it. boards. Um, no, from reading the books. <laughs> um, but whatever, that's fine. Okay, so here's my. Oh, oh, here's the other thing though that I what, that really struck me when I was watching this. Um, something that I really liked in the movie was that when after James is like about to like, oh my god, he's gonna hunt you down, and then Edward's like, we gotta get out of here, and then he takes Bella, and then you know how she like tells her dad, like, oh, I I hate it here, I'm leaving, that yeah. kind of thing. When they're driving by, Bella, <coughs> sorry. Bella looks like as they're leaving Forks and she sees all the high school kids that are like having fun. All her friends from high school as she's like driving by Les Mis because this vampire is about to like eat her. <laughs> right. And like she's just kind of like, well, this was the choice I made to like hang out with to be with him. And like it made me think. Bella is like the absolute like 10th degree of that girl that you were that I was like friends with that ended up getting a boyfriend and then you never see her again. Yes. And then you're just like talking to your other friends and you're like, I don't get it. Like Edward stinks. And he also is so bad at geometry. And like he's definitely a vampire. And, and also like, every time it's sunny outside, he's absent. Yeah. And they're and they're like, does Bella know he's a vampire? And like he's like a hundred years old. He should be better at math. Why is he courting 17 year olds when yeah. he's 108 years old he's literally he like almost died from the spanish flu yeah. like yeah don't you understand we're only a few years away from another pandemic yeah exactly <laughs> so like i it just cracks me up like that whole aspect of like bella is definitely that girl where it's like oh my goodness she was really cool and then she got this boyfriend and we never saw her again yeah like literally we never saw her again because this vampire was hunting her <laughs> Like, I love that about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Here's my question. My first big one. How did you feel about Twilight when it was first released? And how have your feelings evolved over the years? And I want to talk about my experience, too. As you can probably imagine, as a 16-year-old boy when it came out, I didn't react very well to Twilight. Yeah. Was not a fan. Did you watch it with a girl? I watched it with my friend's mom. <laughs> I, so I guess technically the answer technically, is yes. Wait, was, which friend? Uh, Jake. Jake's mom? It Judy? Was like, yeah, like we hung out. Uh, me and Jake hung out. <laughs> and there was like we had a bunch of us were over and like we stayed over or whatever. And then the next morning I was like the first one up and then I walked upstairs and she was watching it. So I just sat down. Oh, it was just you and Judy? Wasn't everybody? Weston might have been there. There might have been somebody else there. But yeah. Didn't he also have an Edward cutout? She did. She <laughs> yes. A giant, life-size, like, six-foot-tall Edward Cullen cutout. And cut you up. were just like, I don't like this movie? I thought it was bad. It is bad, but I didn't have the same fully formed, like, sense of irony that I do now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a good movie, like, at all, but it's great. It's great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, I read the book, the first book in high school. I was probably, like, 15, 16, and I was like, this is literature. Mm -hmm. Like, this is literature. Like, I love this book. And I'm sure if I read it now, I would really like it, too. It's just fun. I'm sure it's fine. It's a fun book. Yeah. I think people get way too sort of, I don't know if it's defensive or offensive about things that are seen to be, like, low art, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, I don't care. Like, what you like. It's probably fine. Yeah. And so, I saw the first one in the movie theaters, Midnight Show. And I was like... 
I was a little disappointed because like the acting is not good. <laughs> but it's like, so Ooh. funny considering how much how many accolades the leads have, have and now. how good they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do. I can tell you this. The only, I've only been into Hot Topic like two times. I was always very intimidated, and one of them was to buy a, a Team Jacob shirt. I'm surprised they let that at Hot Topic. Yeah, that seems like a little too like no, mainstream. No, it was a whole. It was a whole thing. Um, and then you know, so I really liked Twilight, and I would always be like, the books are really good, you guys. Even though the books ended up being so bad <laughs> by the end, and then it got into like you can't say you like twilight kind yeah. of thing like i'm this like oh i like good movies yeah. and i like good books so i was like oh i don't like i'm so embarrassed i went to it. i would never tell anybody i would go to a midnight show of twilight we need to break the stigma twilight is fun i like twilight now and um like i didn't see the last two movies i still haven't seen the last two movies we'll have to do the whole series yeah the i saw new moon in theaters but i didn't see eclipse in theaters i saw it like separately and then i did not see any of the breaking dawns it was kind of in my anti-twilight era yeah and now i'm fully back i'm fully on the twilight train i'm into the midnight it. sun has risen i'm into it so that's my journey that's I'm my happy twilight journey and I feel, I feel good about it i feel great for you yeah um <laughs> you love an arc it's i feel good so okay we talked about how like the actors the acting isn't amazing in this movie but um the actors are really good. So name the actor you think has had the best career since Twilight. I mean, there's only two options, correct? Mm, I could think I could think of a third option. No, I could think of four options. Who are the other two? Gil Birmingham and Anna Kendrick. Mm. I wouldn't put Gil Birmingham in that. I love him. He's great. Okay, He's in, can I let me go through Gil Birmingham's? His, Hell or High Water is the one that I would throw him in for yeah. sure. Yeah. You're yeah. going through Gil, Gil Birmingham? Yeah, I'm going it's through Gil most Birmingham. Most success is probably probably Pattinson, I would say, because he's got the sort of underground, not underground, but like the people who are like more into that next level down of movies of like good time and, you know, stuff like that. And then he's also got, he's Batman. Yeah. You know, like he can, he's done it all. He's done a Christopher Nolan movie. He's, he's, he's a, a sought after actor right and i think that Kristen stewart has also done really well for herself but she hasn't quite reached that like commercial level other than twilight right in a way that pattinson has right and anna kendrick i think just isn't like she's fine but she's not that i don't know i wouldn't consider her an amazing actress mm -hmm. uh pitch perfect did well yeah and she's yeah. she's been up in up the air in the she air. was good she's nominated she, for that she's been good in things so she was she was nominated in up in the air so we do have two oscar yeah, nominated go. actors um so gil birmingham uh he gil did, birmingham in this movie played jacob's dad yes and he was in he was a lead in hell or high water and he does yes. not get credit as the lead and he's one of the leads absolutely one of the leads um he was in wind river and he's always the native american guy in all these like 2010s movies yeah and then he does a lot of tv so like did he do oh no that's the guy from Reser reservation dogs that was in dark winds yes he was in banshee he was oh, okay four episodes of house of cards he played uh uh jane krakowski's dad in unbreakable kimmy oh, schmidt no um he is a series regular on yellowstone okay since 2018 um, he also is a main role in Under the Banner of Heaven yeah, from listen, last I'm, year. I'm not saying he's not a big actor. Like I am, I'm just I'm just comparing him with Anna Kendrick, Kristen Stewart, and Robert Pattinson, you who know? are big names. Yeah, but a lot of people know Gil Birmingham 
and he's been in so many good things and he's such a good actor. You know his face. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so I want to just shout him out. Absolutely. He's great. And I will tell you what, not the most successful, but t- like I said before, Taylor Lautner is great in this movie. He has a very small part and it's he's one of the best actors in the movie. Yeah, I, I was... He has a warmth to him and a Yeah, and he has a little bit of like a precociousness. A boyishness. Without being over the top. Yeah. I liked him in this movie a lot. At least by comparison to the everyone else who's way over the top. Right. <laughs> like James is as over the top as it gets in this movie. Right. Um what was your favorite scene in this movie? It's the end scene when they're dancing at the prom. Why was that your favorite scene? It's the only scene in the movie that is particularly has like stakes to it. Mm-hmm. because you're like oh my god is he gonna turn her or is he not gonna turn her and she re- like you it's rare and i'm gonna get to this later in my deep dive but it's rare that somebody wants to be turned into a vampire yeah it's so not it's so like anathema to the idea of the vampire which has always been a monster and an other and an outsider uh and i think that that's a really compelling idea and a compelling scene and i think they do it in a way that is like Will they? Won't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, in a different in a way. way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, that's definitely the one that was the most. I mean, it's the baseball, the baseball scene. scene is the best scene in the movie. But I'm going it's to the go most random scene. But I'm gonna have to go with the prom scene. I agree with you. I also, as a person who is a queen of low stakes cinema, just like when they're hanging out at the high school. Well, that's the whole thing. That's the whole movie, and that's why I thought that the high stakes part in the end. And the, it's high stakes, but it's very, like, tense and intimate. It's not, like, high stakes, like, oh, my God, we're destroying the ballet room. Yeah, which... Which I was fine. It was a, it was, that was fine. I liked the choreography in that, Me actually, too. But. I find that a little strange. I find there's so many things about the movies, the movie that, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, she never mentions ballet the entire time. <laughs> she also trips and falls 75 times in the movie. So if you're doing that... Then why is it like oh, the ballet studio where I used to take dance lessons? You have shown the opposite of being graceful the whole time. Why? What? What matters about the ballet studio? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. It's just a cool place to have a fight. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there's wind, like mirrors, and it's like so that doesn't make sense to me. But whatever. Also, I I, love... I, I kind of like to just get rid of reality. You kind of have to do that. You have yeah. to suspend disbelief. So like, like I'm this. good with that. I mean, you're believing that there's these vampires who shimmer in the sunlight and they're over 100, 300, 400 years old. Right, and, like, right. You, you can suspend disbelief for something like that. But also, I was just going to say that, like, James is supposed to be this master hunter. All he had to do is be like, oh, I have your mom. Here's this tape recording. Like, it's not like he's. Right. And, oh, I'm going to go back to where she lived. Right. Like, it's not right. like he's this master, yeah. like, manipulator right. or. <laughs> I thought his. I, I'm not. Maybe that's why he got got. Yeah, because he didn't actually live up to his reputation. But also, maybe the Collins are just really good vampires and can figure out stuff. Maybe, I guess. But also, like, why did Laurent like? There's no reason for Laurent to do that. He flipped on James like right away. Like they go back to the Collins' house and Laurent is there. He's like, ugh, oh, oh, James James is is getting super annoying. James is like really annoying. So like, I'm telling you that he's gonna hunt Bella. Bye. Also, I, Laurent it looked like the leader, right? Because he was yeah. in the middle. In the book, I think James is the leader. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand it. Okay, but also, do you know what like my favorite random line is? My monkey man. No, <laughs> my monkey man's really good. My monkey man is so good. That's during the baseball scene. Um, yeah, that was weird. No, it's when Elizabeth Reese or Esme 
she like is welcoming Bella to her house and she goes, we made Italiano food. What? That is well, that's great because she doesn't know what that is. Like, she doesn't. She's a vampire. We made Italiano food. She's trying to be like like a human, a person. You know, it's so good. That it's is actually so really good. clever. I love it. Um, like no, also, like no human would ever say that. Yeah, and also that you don't know this, Tom. But if you, how do you know I don't know this? You don't know okay. this. If you do, you know Elizabeth Reeser? Uh, maybe at all. Mm. Um. This was the time where, like, she was at her, the height of her powers because she was a pivotal, like, guest role on Grey's Anatomy okay. on a very important, like, like storyline. And the wife of another famous doctor, Carlisle Cullen. There you go. See? So when Esme was there, people were probably like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then she was like, I made Italiano food. <laughs> Everyone's screaming in the theater. Oh Let's go. Um, I forget exactly what she played. I think she had, like either burns or something or she like she had amnesia and couldn't figure out who she was and it was like hard to tell who she was or something i forget what the story line was on grace anatomy she was a patient and it, it was a whole big thing it became huge i don't know um okay so who's your favorite cullen who's my favorite cullen yeah who was yours um mine we got some alice fans in our replies on instagram okay so let's see so there's alice alice is like the one who like loves Bella and it's like totally done. She's, She's the like, one who quirky, can like tell the future and she does like cartwheels and stuff Yeah, and she can like tell the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's fine. And then her boyfriend is, uh, Jasper, Jasper. and Jasper's the newest vegetarian, yeah. which means that he has been eating people. Right. Well, it also means he's probably the most recently turned. He's not. Oh, okay. He's not. Tom. Okay. He's not. Okay. <laughs> um, so if- I guess he's been eating people since the 1860s tom okay um (laughs) if that gives you any so how did how did how old is carlisle he's gotta be like three four hundred he's gotta be mad old bro um he's probably been a doctor for a long time he's probably he probably saw he probably created he saw an mri machine and was like (laughs) (laughs) probably created medicine what He's like, yo, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, look over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See what they're doing over here? It's crazy. <laughs> um so yeah, so no, he's just the latest vegetarian, which okay. means he's been feasting for Nibbling a while. On yeah. On human um, flesh. And he just acts scared the whole time. Like he's, he's uh, afraid that he's gonna eat that people. Bella, yeah. Specifically. Um and then Emmett, who's just a jock. That's uh Kellen, Kellen Lutz. Lutz. Yeah. And he's just like, he's the monkey man. He's my monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, yo, he's, he's like, yo, I'm he's wild. He like, like just stands on the Jeep <laughs> yeah. to get yeah. to school. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Rosalie. That's, that's Emmett's girlfriend. Yes. And she's correct. played by Nikki Reed and she's just mad. She's big mad. Yeah. Don't you feel like she kind of has a crush on Edward? Probably. Like I don't, again, I forget. Edward's better than Emmett. I don't really like any of them, to be honest. Um, but Rosalie, I forget the books. Maybe she did have a crush on Edward at some point. I don't remember. That kind of sticks out in my mind a little bit. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Uh, listeners, just... please, uh, Babysitter's Club, please let us know if Rosalie had a crush on Edward, Edward. in the books. <laughs> um, and then there is, I made Italiano food, yes. Esme, and the then queen. there's Carlisle. Yeah. I don't like any of them. Oh, and there's Edward. Yeah. I don't like any of them. Who do you like? I'm going to go with Alice. 
She does cartwheels and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and she's the pitcher. She is the pitcher. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, I don't like any of them either. I find them not in, I, like not cool. I find them repulsive. Yeah, they're annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, all right. Well, how about your favorite character overall? It's Jacob. <laughs> He's my favorite character. Okay. And I like and I like Gil Birmingham. I like the two of them. Okay. The blacks. Yeah. Uh, Jacob and what's his dad's name? Uh, like Billy or something. Jacob and Billy Black. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like them, but I also like Charlie Swan. Okay. That's Bella's dad. I find him to be like if I right now became a Twilight fan, I would not be Team Jacob. I would not be Team Edward. I would be Team Charlie, um, because he's got a mustache, and I think he looks good, and I think he's a nice dad, and he I think is he's a nice really dad. trying for his teen daughter. Yeah, he was like uh, the he literally was like, oh, he, I made your room and I talked to the sales lady and she said that you might like this comforter. Do you like purple? And I'm like, that's so cute. He also could have just asked her beforehand if she likes purple, but it's it's OK. It's fine. We'll accept it. You know, like they go to the same diner to get food and like the waitress is there and she's like, oh, he talks about you all the time. He can't keep her away from the vampire, though. That's the issue. Look, there's flaws there. <laughs> nobody's perfect no he's a good guy though i like him in this movie he's a really sweet guy and i love him and And, he's friends bella does him dirty and he's friends with the guy in the kiss me i'm irish shirt that dies yeah waylon that's sad yeah um and oh isn't uh victoria i think victoria wears that shirt later in the movie oh really yeah oh that's cool so honestly tom like that's all i got for questions okay we're also pretty far into the episode so oh great yeah uh i have i have a couple questions is Monte Carlo Casino the worst prom theme of all time? It's not good. Like for high school. For I mean, first of all, should you really be doing a gambling thing for a high <laughs> That's school? That's what I mean. You know, probably not. Yeah, it would be um, like having a like a like a I don't know, like a what Mardi Gras theme, but like right, like go all in on the New Orleans aspects right. of it, the Bourbon Street. A bur- it would be like having a Bourbon Street theme. Yeah, that's probably not great. I, I mean, so, some prom things are so lame, like Under the Sea. Well, it's one thing being lame. Hollywood. It's one thing being lame, but it's another thing being <laughs> completely inappropriate. Um. Yeah. Can you think of a, one that's worse? No. Maybe Bourbon Street. Yeah. Maybe Which, I don't it. think it actually is a prom theme. I'm just thinking of bad prom themes. When I think of prom themes in general, it's always like springtime in Paris. Yeah. Or masquerade. Masquerade or yeah. a night, a night with the stars, and it's Hollywood themed. Or like, uh, yeah, either under the sea or at sea, like kind of like a you know nautical theme. Nautical theme. It's always stuff like that. All right. What is, what are some of your favorite vampire movies? Um, I'm like forgetting every vampire movie I've ever seen. Well, there's. Or we can go with TV shows, too. So there's, like, What We Do in the Shadows. There's, like, True Blood. I don't know if you watched that. I did watch that. So I really liked What We Do in the Shadows, both movie the movie and, and the show. We should do the movie at some point. They're excellent. They're really funny. They're mockumentary style. Very, very funny. Um, I also, yeah, I did like True Blood. I watched it way too young. And do you know what's kind of awkward? One of my teachers used to call me Sookie because Sookie's last name is Stackhouse. Uh, so he would call me Sookie in yeah. school. And Who it's is like, that? actor uh it's anna paquin okay and uh like the lead yeah it's sookie stackhouse and so he'd be like hey sookie blah 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 and like i think that's actually really cute but also like that's just not appropriate not appropriate <laughs> but i didn't care it was nice um so yeah that's a cool one do you ever see any of the draculas no 
I did also did not see any of the Hotel Transylvanias. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I did see uh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. That's good. Let the right one in. Oh, I loved Let the Right One I In. Wanna, that's one of those that just has gotten away from me. It's been on every watch list I've ever had. It's excellent. I watched it in college, actually. Freshman year. Just by myself on my laptop. Um, yeah, the Dracula movies, what we do in the shadows. Blade. Did you see any Blades? No. They're all right. I, I always thought Blade Runner was a vampire movie, too. No, it's because of Blade. Yeah. I I like Near Dark. Like I've never seen it. That's Catherine Bigelow, Catherine right? Bigelow hit. I like Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the show is great. If you haven't seen uh, the Interview with the Vampire show, it's, I think it's on, might be like sci-fi or something. It is awesome. And it sounds stupid because it's on sci-fi. Oh, it's on AMC. It's, so AMC is good. We're good with AMC. Interview with the Vampire is a great show. It's not going to get like enough love at the Emmy. Like, it's not going to get any love at the Emmys, no. but it really, really should. And I'm someone who I am not really into like it's hard for me to get into tv shows but i am all in on on interview with the vampire the movie was good i remember the movie it's i think it's better than the movie cool uh it's up the movies it's an updated version of the movie so the movie is very 90s and it's tom cruise and brad pitt and christian slater so it's great but and kirsten dunce and kirsten dunce who is really creepy in that movie and antonio banderas yeah it's a great cast uh and the movie's great but i prefer the show the show is a 21st century version of it yes the movie the the show t- and the movie take place in like the the 1800s or something but the themes that are tackled in the 21st century one to me are more interesting than the ones in the 90s mm-hmm. um but yeah i think that's oh uh Werner herzog did uh nosferatu the vampire in the 70s which is an awesome one too uh that's all i've got for way less than i thought there would be for a vampire so. i'm sure we could have came up with more but we, we didn't really prepare that much to mm-hmm. for that so but I think the, that pretty much hits a lot of the a lot of the bigger ones. And it turns out I like a lot of them. I like vampire lore. Yeah, it's oh, Castlevania is another show that I that I've watched. That's great, uh, and a bunch of video games. Um, I love gothic horror and gothic stuff. So it's probably something I should get more into that I know I would like, but I just haven't seen. Yeah. Um, I like I like vampires as a concept. Me too. It's cool. What else? Okay, I don't really have a question, but can we talk about the baseball scene? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just playing baseball but, during a thunderstorm with Muse playing in the background. But it's so convenient that they're playing it during a thunderstorm, obviously to mask like the the hitting and and all that. But it's like the oh, old, that's why I guess right. I thought it was because like lightning gives them extra power or something. Well, it's weird because it's like the only thunderstorm where there's no rain. Yeah, there's no rain. There's zero rain. Must be dry, dry lightning, you know? Yeah. When it's like really hot. Yeah. But. Yeah, you're right. And then at some point, like one of them goes, "You see why we have to play during a thunderstorm?" But I guess we didn't. <laughs> it's because they hit the ball really hard, I think. And then it masks the sound. Like if there's thunder, they can't tell the difference. Yeah. Oh, that, see, that makes more sense than mine. But I was it like, barely makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they don't have 18 people on the field. They literally have like five. There's people. like six Collins. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter because they can cover all the field, but yeah. they can hit it further. So it kind of makes, I don't know. Yeah. I don't what are it. the teams? It will Emmett and, and Edward are on the same team. I know that because right. they jump into each other. And then Rosalie goes, my monkey man. Yeah. And I guess that means that Alice is on their team because she's pitching. Right. And then after that, I don't That's all, <laughs> that's all I got. Like Carlisle. He, are they like fielding grounders or is everything like a 400 foot line drive? I don't know. And it's like in the middle of a forest. Yeah. 
very hard to find. Yeah. But that shows you James is a good hunter. They found him. But they're they, like, we need no, to play baseball no, with you. They didn't find them. It looked like they just walked. They like wandered into that I area. I love the way they walk. Yeah, where they're like floating. Yeah. And like on like a, <laughs> it's it's like, like they're on like the airport conveyor belt. It's like amazing. <laughs> and then there's like this cool music and there's wind blowing their hair back. I read that they put on shoes that were like painted with feet on the outside of it. So it looked like they were barefoot. That's wild. And um, Catherine Hardwick painted the shoes. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, whatever. I like the idea that they're like, we need to find a baseball game to play. Like, we, oh my God, they're over there. Let's listen, go. We are, we, are, we are completely satisfied from the blood of the people that we've been killing. The only way to get out the spare energy and the calories is to play a nice game of America's pastime. <laughs> Oh man, and with like a with a British band playing too. So yeah, <laughs> music British, right? They gotta be. Yeah, they gotta be British. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I love the baseball scene. Me too. It's so it's fun. absolutely the best. It should have been longer. Yeah, I hate that it's cut off the way it is. Yeah, is there a director's cut of this movie? <laughs> there probably is an extended edition. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Uh, but yeah, no, it deserves everything. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it deserves everything. It deserves every every you know piece of you know ink that's ever been spilled about it you know there's probably like five buzzfeed articles about it oh my god so far yeah but it's one of those things where it's like yeah it's what everyone talks about about this movie when they pass the like the edward and bella thing but there's a reason for it right because it's the best yeah that's the one scene i would show somebody who was like i don't know about twilight you gotta watch wait a second (laughs) hold on (laughs) yeah my monkey man my monkey man (laughs) Oh man, that's brutal. <laughs> brutal stuff. <laughs> okay. So, we have a couple of comments from people who wrote, uh, wrote to us on Instagram uh at baby's first watch list. So, one of our friends Jacqueline said, "Twilight is a cinematic masterpiece. Fight me." We don't need to fight. I agree. <laughs> I got nothing to say. I love it. Twilight is a cinematic masterpiece. I love it. In it in its own way. Yes, in its own special way. So we also have our uh, somebody else, Amy, who said the scene, you know the one. It's got to be the baseball. It scene, is the. Right? Ba- I got confirmation. It is the baseball <laughs> scene. We just talked about it. People love it. It's a crowd pleaser. It's the best. Uh, another person on Instagram, Lucas, said, "Make everything about Alice Cullen, please and thanks." I. I We've mean, got some Alice stands out there. That's fine. Is Alice more involved in the later books and movies? Yeah. Okay. So I don't have any like frame of reference for that, but yeah, I she mean, does cartwheels. She pitches. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she she like sees the future. Yeah, but kind of, kind of. Yeah, it's like based on people's choices. So like your choices right. can change the future, right. which is the worst superpower. Yeah, if you can see the future, you want to be able to see the future. It's such a plot device to be like, oh well. Yeah, you that know. they're gonna change something. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, then we also had two people say the question that I had also written down. Uh, team Edward or Team Jacob? I was Team Jacob, and I'm sure watching the first one, like you can see why. Like he's actually nice to Bella, likes her. Yeah, like, there's like the slightest bit of chemistry, a little bit, which does not really exist between Edward and Bella. Um, and yeah, I can just so. I can tell you that he's got a boyish charm. Robert Pattinson feels like he's in hell in this movie. He <laughs> hated it. It feels like he absolutely hated it. I. Yeah, knowing like seeing him in other roles now, having the context of him, and you can see when he like in the lighthouse, he's having so much fun. Right. Well, and I feel like like if he did this movie now, he would be able to like get 
do something do something yeah. like, even if he acted like weird edward you know he would be kind of in on the fun of being like hey i'm just gonna enjoy myself doing it i don't think he enjoyed himself well based on what i saw on the screen and based on what he has said yes also i think that it's sort of a self-reinforcing thing because had he not done twilight he wouldn't have been able to have the freedom 100%. and the confidence to do the other stuff that he did later on. 100%. And I really like Robert Pattinson. I think he's a great actor. I think he's great. I find him to be extremely interesting in most roles that he's in. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I find him interesting in this one. Hey, how'd you know I was talking about this one? <laughs> I hate Cedric Diggory. <laughs> I actually do. I do not like that character at all. Kill the spare. I agree. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but I, again, I haven't seen the rest of them, so I don't have a full picture but in this one, I've been, I've been, I've been talking big about Taylor Lautner this whole time. Jacob is, I'm Team Jacob in this movie. Wow, I thought that he was going to be in this movie a lot more. Um, yeah. Well, he becomes a lot more later. No, of course. Here's I just the didn't problem, re- like I just didn't realize it took a whole movie to get there. Like Jacob is so likable in this one, and then some of his stuff later on, yeah. it's just he goes through. So spoilers, if you haven't, I know seen some spoilers. So one of the things is like. He turns into a wolf. Yeah, well, I know that. Right? Well, so, th- well, in this movie, at the end, oh my God. when they're in the parking lot and Jacob is talking to uh, uh, Bella, and he, they're just talking or whatever, like they're normal, and then Edward comes over and he's like, I'll take it from here. And he like turns his shoulder and like pulls her away. And then he looks back at and they like stare down. And then Edward turns back to Bella and he goes, I leave for one second and all the wolves are out to get you or something like that. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. So and he becomes kind of emo, okay. From that, and then there's the whole thing with imprinting. imprinting that, I know that later stuff later on. There's also again spoilers, spoilers, spoilers here. But like Bella ends up having a baby girl, and Renesme. and she names the baby <laughs> Renesme after her mom Renee and Edward's mom Esme, <laughs> Renesme, and they made the baby. I don't want to like you have to look at a picture of. Of Renez May in the movie. Tom, you're not ready. Like, I'm not even joking. Let's see. Like, I was Let's like, see. what? <laughs> oh my God. Like, what? What? What's happening? What? Yeah. This is insane. If you have not seen this, I mean, I would assume that most people listening to this have probably seen the whole series. I can't. But oh my God. I did not know this. Yeah. So it gets, it goes off the wall here. Oh my god. <laughs> like you weren't it's ready. It's like an impressionist painting. It's truly <laughs> like I don't understand. I'm going to see that in my nightmares tonight. There's so much and just not just with not with Jacob, but just in general. There's you know there's cringy stuff in the first one, but it's like, you know, fun. Some of the stuff is it's really on Earth. really cringeworthy. Twilight. It's really bad. This movie is like weird and dumb, but it's on it's on Earth. All the stuff with like the wedding and all the stuff there, and then there's stuff where like she's she's like I forget oh because she's pregnant like she like all the nutrients get sucked out of her and she looks so bad <laughs> like look it up look it up like it's is they, that Breaking Dawn I don't know it's like look of Bella Twilight like pregnant and then it like they make her look so bad. <laughs> she doesn't look that much worse than she does. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, some of the stuff that they do later on is just very, very, like, cringy. Yeah. So, I can't be... I, I think my conclusion is I can't be Team Edward or Team Jacob. Yeah. As 
if Twilight 2008, Twilight 1 is canon and it's is the only canon team for, Jacob. For, uh, for Baby's First Watchlist right now. It's Team it's, Jacob. It's the only one we've covered. It's Team Jacob. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Bella looks happier when she's hanging out with Jacob. She smiles. I read like 32 times in this movie, and I feel like 20 of those are with Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. there you go. All right. So, we're Team Jacob. Do I have any other questions? No. I know. I was saving that one for last. The only other note that I had was what I talked about. The only point where one of them is almost acting well is at the end when she wants him to turn her. Yeah. That was yeah. the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the Roger Ebert review. Did she what he gave it? Two and a half. Two and a half stars out of four. Which Fair. I think that's which fair. Which goes to show, again, that Roger Ebert, even if it's not something... You could tell by the review he didn't love it, but he understands what the purpose is. So he wrote... If there were no vampires in Twilight, it would be a thin-blooded, <laughs> no pun intended, I guess, teenage romance about two good-looking kids who want each other so much because they want each other so much. Sometimes that's all it's about, isn't it? They're in love with being in love. In Twilight, however, they have a seductive disagreement about whether he should kill her. She's like, I don't especially want to die, but if that's what it takes, count me in. She's touched by his devotion. Think what a sacrifice he is making on her behalf. On prom night, on the stage of the not-especially-private gazebo in the public gardens, <laughs> he teeters right on the brink of a fang job and then brings all of her trembling to a dead standstill. Later on, he says, Twilight will mesmerize its target audience, uh, 16-year-old girls and their grandmothers. Their mothers know all too much about boys like this. I saw it at a sneak preview. Last time I saw a movie in that same theater, the audience welcomed it as an opportunity to catch up on gossip, texting, and laughing at private jokes. This time, the audience was wrapped with attention. Sometimes a soft chuckle, as when the principal Native American boy has well-developed incisors. Sometimes a soft sigh. Afterwards, I eavesdropped on some conversations. A few were saying, he's so hot. More floated in a sweet dreaminess. Edward seemed to stir their surrender instincts. The movie, based on the Stephanie Meyer novel, was directed by Catherine Hardwick. She uses her great discovery, Nikki Reed, in the role of the beautiful Rosalie Hale. Reed wrote Hardwick's 13 when she was only 14. That movie was that movie knew a lot more about teenage girls. The girl played by Reed in that movie would make mincemeat of Edward. But I understand who Twilight appeals to, and it sure will. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's the whole thing. When you're a reviewer, when you're when you're to me, when you're analyzing a movie, it's got to be. What's the purpose of this movie? Right. Who and, is this geared towards? Right. And does it accomplish that? Yes. And say what you want about Twilight. And again, I said it's not a good movie, but it did exactly what it set out to do. Phenomenon. Yeah. And as someone who now I've always kind of liked this kind of vibe, but like as someone who loves irony, I love Twilight. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Tom's top five trivia. One of them I already said, and that it was originally named Forks. Stupid. You already said it. Number two. This is kind of two in one. At the cafeteria salad bar, Bella drops an apple, which Edward picks back up and then cradles in his hands, copying the cover image of the Twilight novel. That's fine. Uh, Catherine Hardwick said it took 13 takes to get it right. Oh, he did it? Huh? That's cool. He actually did it? Oh, yeah. The apple on the cover of the book is not only a symbol for the forbidden. In Scandinavian mythology, the apple is a symbol for eternal youth and beauty. However, on her official website, Meyer states that she used the apple on the book cover because of the past literary connections, like how it causes trouble every time. Uh, like in Snow White and uh, the Golden Apple in Greek mythology, and I'm sure the apple in the Garden of Eden. Uh, and because to her, apple represents choice. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole idea of this movie is choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, or book, I guess. Uh, the first scenes filmed for the movie were the ballet room showdown and the baseball scene as Cam Gigande had to leave the set to shoot another movie. 
There you go. So they shot like the best scene and the climactic scene. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And he was like, peace. He's <laughs> like, I did my job. Yes. Thank you, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Reed and Jackson Rathbone learned how to play baseball left-handed for the... <laughs> I say that I say like doesn't matter but it truly does because like people were so mad about Ashley Green being cast because she was seven inches taller than <laughs> Alice is supposed to be and it was like who cares and they wanted Rachel Lee Cook okay they didn't get RLC so nope and finally this is the only film I almost told you this earlier and I was like no I'm saving it for trivia the only film in the Twilight franchise not to be nominated for a Razzie. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> we got to do the other ones. Uh, okay. Casting. There's a couple. Cam Jigande was actually originally Emmett. Mm. Uh, and he asked to play James. And Captain Harvey was like, sure, dude, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Victoria. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard was offered, but said the role was too small. And then she ended up playing her later on. In Eclipse, which was so mean because the other girl was like, uh, I was good to do the next <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> and they were like, we're gonna go with Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> um, okay, Bella, Lily Collins was considered, and so mm. were Sarah Paxton, Michelle Trachtenberg, and Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, Jennifer Lawrence obviously would have been really good. Probably. I mean, of course, but she's, like I like her as a Hunger Games girly. Well, X Men too. Yeah. So she's been she's done her franchise thing, and then Edward. Uh, among the finalists were Jackson Rathbone, who I mentioned. Uh, ben Barnes. Then there was a fourth mm-hmm. one, but ben I don't. Barnes, yeah. I didn't recall who. I didn't write down who it was. And uh, Henry Cavill was Stephanie Meyer's first choice. But I mean, was, of course, he was already twenty-five at the time. Yeah. Uh, he also turned down the role of Carlisle because mm. he was doing the tutors at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's casting. All I have is the deep dive, which I cobbled together pretty quickly. I watched a when I was putting the baby to bed. I watched a twenty-minute video. <laughs> Vanity Fair put up a video for Halloween last year from someone named Dr. Laura Westerngard, who is a gothic literary professor and vampire expert, okay. which is one of the coolest titles I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. She examines vampires in movies, their traits, and kind of what they represent. Back from the iconic 1922 Nosferatu, which the SpongeBob Nosferatu. Nosferatu. All the way through cultural icon Morbius. Oh, it's Morbin time. Yes. Vanity Why do we know too much stuff? When she gets to Twilight, she discusses the way it added a twist on the vampires we had seen in the past. Mm-hmm. She describes it as follows. Twilight is an interesting phenomenon. Edward is not cast as a seductive outsider that we should avoid, but he and his family represent what we should aspire to. They have wealth. They have cars. Perfect beauty. They have strength. And maybe most importantly, they have restraint. Mm-hmm. Self-control. Because they're vegetarian vampires, and this struck a chord. They became a cultural phenomenon the twilight vampires align with a lot of the depictions that we've seen throughout the centuries in other ways they diverge when we get to twilight vampires technically can go out in the sun it doesn't weaken them but it does expose them for their true nature their diamond skin however plays right into that same idea that they represent the pinnacle of status and beauty they pull bella lugosi's class and wealth together with the lost boys flashy youth culture and create this new monster that everyone wants to either be or be with. They're the pinnacle of 21st century capitalist aspirations, mm. which I thought was an interesting like description of yeah of them. Uh, it, the the video is super interesting. It touches on everything from Dracula to let the right one into the Adams family to what we do in the shadows. It's all these different depictions. 
Vampires have represented many things to many different authors in a variety of different works of art. Do I love the idea of shimmering vampires? I mean, not not particularly. But I like the idea of the other kind of being twisted on its head as something you aspire to be mm. rather than something you want to avoid. And it goes to show you that, again, even something that is deemed lower low art, like Twilight, has a ton of thought behind it. And that mm. even for a simple story like this, there's a lot more that you know, then there's a lot more than meets the eye, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I don't know. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really, it's a compelling, even if you think, like I said, shimmering vampires. Okay. That's stupid. That was like the whole thing when it came out. Right. Oh, sparkling vampires. But I like that there's an idea and there's lore and there's something different because things come, things came out of this. Like there's, there's how many parody things that came out of twilight. Like there's, yeah. I always like when a new idea is introduced, even if I don't necessarily love the idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would rather that than the same old stuff over and over again. Yeah. So we love Twilight. Yeah. So with that being said, does Twilight make baby's first watch list? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. It certainly does. Day one, baby. <laughs> Day one. <laughs> He's over a year old. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what takeaways do you have? Um, this would be my takeaway. Okay. My takeaway is don't be embarrassed of things that you enjoy. I had a couple years where I would never have admitted that I read the Twilight books and liked the movies and that I saw and, um, you know, bought a Team Jacob shirt and, you know, whatever. And now look at me. I'm embracing my uh, enjoyment. And I think that that makes us better. It's cool. To like things. Yeah, unless they're bad. No. (laughs) It's cool to like things. It's cool to be positive about things. Do you know what I mean? Or even it's cool to not be negative towards other people. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, you shouldn't look down on people because they like the sparkling vampires. Yeah. And I believe that to a a large degree. Good. (laughs) That's my takeaway. Yeah, no, I think that's a good takeaway. I also think that it would be sort of reasonable to sort of look at this movie and be like definitely be more like jacob in this movie when you're talking to somebody that you're interested in (laughs) than edward yeah definitely uh just be cool just be nice just everything's chill like you don't need to you don't need to like 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 edward did the whole movie so true also don't be like carlisle i don't know what it is just don't just don't do it something's off just don't do it (laughs) <laughs> okay so that is twilight uh i thought this was great this was very fun this is so fun i uh, enjoy- i was so looking forward to this we moving forward we don't have a set schedule for next month yet because we're waiting to see we have possibly a surprise in two weeks special uh, guest special guest or a or special movie a special movie so we will see which one that ends up being but next week i'm actually just making this decision on the fly right now uh next week we're gonna do freaky friday Ooh spooky spooky not spooky it's like a nice little kind segue of into, segue october. into october because freaky is like ooh, cool yeah but it's not scary i think by the time this comes out this twilight episode comes out we should mostly have our schedule for next month but on the first it will be on our instagram do you you've never seen freaky friday i don't remember oh my jamie lee curtis and yeah. Lindsay lohan yes it's so good yeah you're it you're the ultimate it's automatic i'm sure of it no lie so don't even try you know that song no it's from freaky friday all right so we're gonna do freaky friday next week (laughs) and then 
we have other so yeah on october 1st all of our stuff will be on instagram yeah uh at baby tourist watch list and yeah that's it we'll see you next week for freaky friday and this was twilight goodbye monkey man <laughs> see you later <laughs>